0: But well, I mean, it's a phrase, but I don't know if it's that what that means. It's what it means in my head. It's, oh, well then, if it, as long as it's in your head. Hello, and welcome to the Roots for Renewal podcast, episode seven. Seven? Seven. <laughs> I'm Abby. And I'm Phil. Um, and so far, we've been looking at the roots that are to do with the daily practice of prayer. And this week, we're looking more at our kind of weekly rhythms, and a subject which we're both really passionate about, isn't it? The life-giving practice of Sabbath. Yes, love
1: Sabbath. So, we, yes. we find that Sabbath has a, a prominent place right the way through Scripture, and it's something that's really important. And we find it first, we learn about it really in the Ten Commandments, something I think most people have heard of. And uh, we find out in the Ten Commandments that it's a holy day, it's a blessed day, it's a day that's devoted to God, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's a day without any work of any kind. So, let's explore what that is by just reading together. Um, what it says. So this is in Exodus 20, and this is God giving this commandment. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but on the seventh day, but the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So we see that God sets this pattern in the Ten Commandments for for how his people are going to live holy lives. So holy lives um, in this context is about being distinctive from the rest of the world. The word holy is quite unpopular these days. It has these connotations of holy than thou mm. and it means I'm super special. But what what God was trying to do for his people was to separate them off and say they are distinctive from from the rest of the world. And there's loads of things that that seem obvious to us in the 10 commandments. So like do not murder, for example. It's a good? One. We yeah, and we would say, well, obviously, that's mm-hmm. a reasonable thing. But the reason that that's so obvious to us Is because this has been written into our culture through many, many, many years and it stems from the Ten Commandments. And these commandments were counter-cultural in their day as they were given. They separated God's people um, into a different category from the rest of the world. So the idea of Sabbath was something about making the people holy, that that day of rest was different from what other people would
0: do. Yeah, the Ten Commandments have shaped our culture, but yet Sabbath isn't something that's well observed, even by a lot of Christians. Um, and Jesus commanded us to observe the Sabbath, um, just like he commanded us not to murder or steal. Mm. So why aren't we taking it seriously?
1: That's a question I often have thought about. And the, the first answer is, I don't know. I, I don't know yeah. why we, as a in the church, we don't take Sabbath seriously in the same way that we do Um, Commandments not to steal or murder as you say. Uh, Secondly, I think we're shaped by our culture more than we realise. So because our culture in in the UK has has neglected or rejected even certain parts of the Ten Commandments, it makes it easier for us in the church and those who follow Jesus to do the same. And so when there's still a cultural expectation of it's not right to murder, but there isn't a cultural expectation of Sabbath, mm. we're easy, easily, more easily, should I say, let that go.
0: Yeah, you see the signs that say, open seven days, don't you?
1: Yeah, and, that's, and, and actually it's, the, a day of rest is a weakness. It's a sign mm-hmm. of, that's how people see it, that actually if you're not going 24-7, um, you know, it's not nobody says twenty four six. It's twenty four seven. You've got to keep going, and like you say, it's it's a sign of honor mm. to keep working and to never stop. Um, so the, there are two reasons why I think we don't observe the Sabbath. But but thirdly, I think we misunderstand the place of the Sabbath in the Gospels.
0: Yeah, you 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 see that on the surface, Jesus seems to have quite a lot of negative or critical things to say about the Sabbath. And, and perhaps that's one of the reasons that people are cautious about it. Yeah. Um, but that's not a particularly good reading of the situation, is it?
1: No, so I think the best example of this is in, is in Mark chapter 2. So there's this, this story where Jesus is walking with his disciples on the Sabbath. And they're walking through, um, through a grain field. They're walking through a field. And, and the disciples are picking bits of grain as a snack as they're going along. Uh, and then we get these characters, the, the Pharisees who appear. And these are like Ooh. always like the comedy, exactly the comedy <laughs> villains. They're like hiding in a bush. You go, <laughs> ta-da! <laughs> and then they jump out and they're like, you're working on the Sabbath. And they accuse the disciples of breaking the Sabbath law mm-hmm. because harvesting, if you're a farmer, is work. Mm-hmm. And therefore they're picking grain, which is like harvesting. And so they say, you're not allowed to do that on the Sabbath. You're breaking the law. And Jesus' response is to say this, Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the son of man, that's Jesus talking about himself, is Lord even over the Sabbath. So we can look at this in a very simple way and actually misunderstand, what's, misinterpret what's taking place. We look at it and say, well, Jesus broke the Sabbath and he, he commended his disciples for breaking the Sabbath. Um, because now that he's on the scene, he's saying, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath, Mm. I I get to decide what happens. That's not how things are going to go down anymore. That's not how we're going to work. We're no longer bound to that law. And then he criticised the Pharisees at different points for their observance of the Sabbath, and and he was in conflict with them. So if we don't read the situation properly, we can look at that and go, wow, Jesus wasn't a big fan of this. Mm. We should leave the idea of Sabbath alone. Mm. And I wonder if that is partly why we don't engage with it in the way that maybe we should.
0: Yeah, and also Jesus said that he'd come to fulfil the law, not to abolish it. So how does Jesus fulfil the Sabbath?
1: Right, so first we have to understand um, a bit about the Pharisees and who who they are. So they're often seen, as given by Abby's excellent example, as like the comedy, not comedy, but the the villains, you know, the pantomime villains of the piece. Um, But we need to understand what they're about. So if we look at the, the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, including the Ten Commandments at, at the heart, but the rest of the law as well, it was God's way of building relationship with his people. Um, and and that thing we talked about, about holiness, of setting his people aside. So, so God gives the law and it's a covenant, it's an agreement between God and his people, Israel. And the agreement is you observe the law and I will be your God. And you will be my people. The relationship comes through adhering to the covenant that God mm-hmm. has put in place. And, and the, the deal for Israel was that they would be blessed so that they could be a blessing to the rest of the world. And they understood that if their relationship with God was right, if they kept the covenant, that they would see effectively the redemption of Israel that they would see that perfect relationship restored with God. And so it became very important that they observed the law. Now, you don't have to read much through the Old Testament to find that Israel strayed from God time and time again. So as a nation they drifted away. They had kings and rulers who who basically like didn't observe the law at all. And 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 whenever that happened, God's favor was no longer on the people. And that was bad. Mm. Okay. So so then we we understand this again this question of, of holiness that if if the people would just choose to be holy and to observe the law then they would be in right relationship with God and they'd see that redemption that they long for and so that's what the Pharisees wanted. okay the Pharisees wanted to be in right relationship with God and the way they did that was to become almost like protectors of the law Mm -hmm. how can we as a whole community observe law because if one person strays away then it damages our chances of seeing the redemption that we long for and that perfect relationship with god that he's promised
0: so the pharisees they've got it's coming from a good place isn't it they've got good intentions but they just they're not quite on the mark are they
1: yeah so they they took it to an extreme level so let's take let's take a silly example just help us get heads around it imagine one of the commandments is this Thou shalt not eat more than three donuts a day. Three is a good okay. number. Which is reasonable. So the reason that's a good <laughs> commandment is because like, it's not good for your health. Like, it's protecting us and it's a good reason to have boundaries on, on life. I mean, I've eaten 12 in a day once before, but we, we won't go yeah, to that. Sleep. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> sleep. Um, so Jesus has set, God has set the, the standard. You shall not eat more than three donuts a day. And so the Pharisees look at it and say, okay, everyone, no more than three and they, they make sure people then think, actually this is a bit dangerous. Let's let's at least let's go back one. Let's say let's limit ourselves to two. Yeah. In which case there's no chance that anyone's gonna accidentally eat an extra donut because they've lost count or whatever <laughs> it is. But then they start to worry some more and they say, saying actually let's if we all have one a day, that's much simpler, and it means we're further away from any opportunity that we might break the covenant that we have with God. We mm-hmm. don't want to damage that relationship we have with him. And then over time, the Pharisees think, you know, just having donuts is is dangerous business. Mm. So we're going to we're going to ban eating donuts. No one's allowed to eat any donuts in, in the that's kingdom of, of Israel. That is sad. <laughs> um, but then that's not enough because there are still people making donuts and selling donuts. And so if donuts are in the marketplace, Oof. then it's a temptation, isn't it? Mm. So let's say right, no one's allowed to bake. Um, or fry, no one's allowed to make donuts, <laughs> however they make um, <laughs> no one's allowed to make any donuts, and then it, and it's, do you see how it takes it yeah. to the next level, and then it's actually the ingredients for donuts are the, they have the potential for sin and for restrain from God, therefore if anybody's seen touching any of the ingredients, if you if you have jam and a little squirty thing then, then oh, it's not allowed yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. So th- what they did was they, they, they built laws of protection around the law to, to a ridiculous degree uh, and it was in order for to to stop that sense of temptation or that danger of strain. But what it did was it became really restrictive. Mm. So now all of a sudden, when God says, "Have some donuts, but just don't have more than 3 mm. they're like, "You're not even allowed to think about donuts."
0: Now all I'm thinking about is donuts. Yeah. Should we go back to the grain? Yes. <laughs> and, and the donut. Yeah. Back to the <laughs> grain for the donuts. No. Um.
1: So the Sabbath, the the Sabbath commandment is is to not work. Mm. Okay, so we go, go back to the scene of Jesus walking through the field um, with his disciples and the criticism is that they are farming and harvesting mm. um, because they're, they're picking a bit of grain and, and that that is breaking the Sabbath because it's one of those many, many laws that the Pharisees have added mm. on to the law. God didn't say don't pick a piece of grain and eat it. He said don't work. Yeah. But they're trying to protect that law. Yeah in order to keep relationship so so now we can see jesus words in context so -hmm. when he says uh, so he's not he's not dismissing the sabbath when he says i am lord of the sabbath but he says sabbath was made for man Mm. not man for the sabbath and he's saying this law is to be a blessing to people yes to put right boundaries on but it's to bless people and not to limit them and not to be uh, a burden to people um, and so observe the law that God has given it in a way that gives life, mm. and that for me is what Sabbath is all about. It's putting restrictions on ourselves in order that we might experience more of the fullness of life mm. that God has for us.
0: So that's the Harris's hard sell on the importance of <laughs> <Yeah>. Sabbath. <laughs> yes. um, but we touched on before that the idea of Sabbath is at odds with our kind of culture at mm. the moment. Um, we're so driven. As a culture, we're so determined to achieve and to produce something that it's like a badge of honor, isn't it, to not take time off?
1: Yeah, and speaking from from my people, church leaders <laughs> are the are the worst for this. And genuinely, you know, if, if you're a church leader listening to this, then we've got to get serious about Sabbath, mm. about this commandment that God gives us. um And in Deuteronomy chapter five, verse fifteen says, "Remember that you were slaves in Egypt." Okay, so it's speaking to Israel from the time when they were as a nation held captive remember that you were slaves in egypt and that the lord your god brought you out of here out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm so that's an interesting piece of history mm-hmm. just remember you were slaves but then the conclusion is therefore the lord your god has commanded you to observe the sabbath day mm-hmm. like remember that you were under tyranny you were under oppression and because that was your past experience your future experiences observe the sabbath that this is to be a reminder to you of your your freedom i think that's really relevant to us today Mm. that we're not we're not slaves to our diaries we're not slaves to uh, anybody else's expectations or even to our own expectations of ourselves and and our production levels and what we can achieve how successful we are for kids today how famous we are (laughs) or whatever it may be but for six days we work hard and we should work hard and we should serve God and we should do our, whatever we do for employment or voluntary work. We should do with all of our heart as if we're doing it for Jesus. But on the seventh day, we rest. Mm. We honour God and we, we relinquish control. And we say, mm. God, I'm, I don't make this world spin round. You do. I didn't create all this. You did. It, it can happen without me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and we found it to be really life giving, haven't we? Yeah. Um. So let's have a look at how we can actually build this into our lives. So, a twenty four hour period. When is Sabbath?
1: So, for um, for Jewish believers, it would be from sort of sundown on a Friday to sundown on on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um. For most Christians, Sabbath is observed on a Sunday, and that's what a lot of people do. But actually, again sabbath was made for us not us for the sabbath it would you you know with the way that people work and working patterns these days it it might not be on a sunday for Mm. you it's not on a sunday for me it's a working day (laughs) and so we we celebrate sabbath on on a friday from normally when the kids are in school when they get home from school for 24 hours Mm. to that same point on a on a saturday um but i would encourage people to have a set time each week you know unless you are working shifts and that's not possible but to have a time when you know this is this is our sabbath to celebrate
0: and that's something that we we do as a family isn't it yeah um so should we consider what our sabbaths could look like um it's a day without work a day for rest a day that's made for us Uh, it's a day to honor and worship god um so should we take each one in turn yeah Um. so a day without work
1: yes so on the face of it very simple a day where we don't work but it's 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 no work whether it's paid Mm. or voluntary so um for those of you who are in work where you get emails at home, particularly I mean, people working at home at the moment, this yeah. is a real challenge. Mm. This is a chance for us to make a difference. I don't know if people are having that experience of feeling like every day is the same at the moment. <laughs> yeah. If you're in your home all the time working yeah. from home, there's no rhythm to it. Yeah. Sabbath is a brilliant way to, to break that. Mm. So it's on a Sabbath day, we don't check emails, we don't answer work calls. Um, we we set boundaries with the people in our work to make it clear this is not a day where I am available to you where I'm going to be doing any work Um, and for some of us that requires some real determination to set that Mm. that principle in place Um, and you know because as as amazing as you are to your workplace you're not that important
0: (laughs) (laughs) that you have to be there seven days a week yeah um, but there's a a big difference between a day off and a sabbath mm. because on a day off we'll fill it with other types of work won't we housework yeah. diy um i've got a list for you this week yeah shopping <laughs> shopping but sabbath's about resting from that sort of work too isn't it yeah and i think
1: this is the key that so often we have a day off and so we're like oh we'll just do all the yeah. house stuff that we've not got around to doing but actually it's about creating a space where yeah. we don't do that work either which means planning ahead yeah this is something that we've learned that we have to work out as we build up to our sabbath Mm -hmm. how do we make sure the house is tidy Mm -hmm. enough for us to be able to enjoy sabbath Um, how do we make sure that we've got um scheduled our shopping so we've got enough food in yeah um so it is about planning to say this is going to be our day where we're not going to do the diy and and housework that's already done Mm -hmm. and even if it's not done we choose to say it's done for today
0: yeah, so for us, Friday is a, a busier day, you know, like for me, trying to get all the washing done, run the dishwasher, um, empty yeah. the dishwasher, um, kind of for both of us just before Sabbath tidying around to make sure that that's all done. Obviously, we still do the stuff for the, like, for the kids, you know, and so you can't take time off from that, but... From running the machines, I always say. Like we yeah, running machines. Again, we
1: can become legalistic and yeah. say, "Oh, you 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 ate a bit of grain, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> you ate three donuts, or whatever it is." I wish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but that's actually a good point. So we um one of the other things that we we do is we we take a rest from our um, diets or our like nutrition plan or whatever you describe it as. Yeah. So so we we have we enjoy good food um on a, on a sabbath i'll have a glass of beer or a whiskey and mm. eat a lot more cake and chocolate than than we would do throughout the week so it's a day to really celebrate and yeah. to enjoy in that sense and uh, yeah, so that's yeah. It's it's hard work to keep up a healthy regime, and actually, mm. it's good to be able to say this is a day where we can just enjoy.
0: Yeah, and make your own traditions with that. So, like, mm. we make pancakes, but you know, whatever kind of works for you. And our kids know what it means to start Sabbath, yeah. um, and to have that time together, don't they?
1: Yeah, so it's when we say to them, it's going to be Sabbath today because we start. Partway through yeah. Friday, we say, You know, wake up on a Friday, it's Sabbath later today, and
0: they're like, Yes, it's yeah. Sabbath. So, so yeah. excited, yeah. Um, what about Dave? day of rest? Because rest is different to different people, like me and you, we, we rest very differently, don't we?
1: Yeah, so for some people, um, going for a run, for example, would you? be the last thing you would ever oh, possibly yeah. <laughs> consider doing <laughs> on a Sabbath. Whereas for me, that's really restful. That's yeah. a that's a really enjoyable, life giving mm-hmm. activity. So rest does mean different things to different people, and you mm. you embrace what what is restful for you. Mm. I would encourage some people that actually it's a day for being creative, mm. um, but be careful with that because if your job is in creative work, or if if we don't we shouldn't feel the need to have to produce anything yeah. and to like achieve anything. But if you enjoy playing music or doing painting or, or whatever jigsaw, it, a jig,
0: like a jigsaw
1: yeah if you enjoy that stuff mm-hmm. and that's restful and life-giving then use it if doing jigsaw is a stressful idea so you don't include it in your sabbath yeah. whatever you do you know so it'll be different for each person yeah and we have to compromise on that because we're if you're in a family yeah so it, 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 there's an element of give and take we have to yeah. love each other and but be generous to each other
0: i let you go for a run but i don't go with you <laughs> <laughs> Perfect example. Yeah. Um, and finally, it's a day to honour God.
1: Yes. So the, the danger of Sabbath, or one of the dangers of Sabbath, that it is that it becomes a rest away from God. Mm-hmm. Um, that we 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 choose to sort of not pick up our Bibles, but actually it's a day where we, we open our Bibles together or or alone. We, we we pray, we keep our routines of connection with God, we spend more time with Him throughout the day. And, uh, and so encourage you, I want to encourage you to use it as a day to be thankful, mm-hmm. to be grateful to God, um, because ultimately it's a day to honour Him. Yeah. Uh, and so it's not just about I get to do what I want to do. Uh, but we're I get rest- to eat three donuts. <laughs> yeah, but we're resting, but we're giving glory to God in all that we do. Yeah. So we start the day with Him, we spend the day with Him, and we finish the day with Him.
0: That's
1: great. Great. So that is the end of our podcast for today. This is I can't believe this is episode seven.
0: You've not put on here what's next week.
1: No, I haven't. So next week, episode eight, we're gonna be thinking about self care. Mm. Okay. And and we're gonna focus, I think, this for next week's episode, particularly on on our mental health. But we're gonna talk about why caring for ourselves is, is an important part of our relationship with God. Being rooted in Christ requires us to look after ourselves. So that should be really worth listening to I hope. Great. Great, see you next time. Bye.